You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode four. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to tell you all about the very first time I met Rachel Hollis. So the year was 2015, and I had just paid $500 for a conference ticket to a local Utah blogger conference because I wanted to learn how to start making money creating content on my blog. I think she had just self-published her very first book, and she was there teaching a class about Instagram. And she had actually just gone viral for posting a photo of her stretch marks in a bikini, which was very empowering. And I think it was not really being done back then. So let me back up a little bit and kind of give you the backstory into why I even wanted to go to this conference and how I ended up in a Rachel Hollis class and became a fangirl about five years ago when she was teaching a class about how to curate and make a pretty Instagram feed. Pretty funny, right? She's come quite a long way. So I was about three years into my event planning business and journey, and I was posting online. I wasn't very consistent. And I was all over the place with sometimes I was posting parties, other times I was posting a quilt I was working on, and then the next day I would post what I ate. It was all over the place. I just felt like I needed to be throwing something out there, but there was no rhyme or reason and definitely no plan. So I determined that I was going to go to one of these conferences because I knew that paid influencers we're going to be attending as well. And so I knew it would be an opportunity to kind of rub shoulders with people I was already following online. And I felt like if I could just unlock a few pieces of this new online content creation, working with sponsors world, I would be able to leverage the business knowledge I had from running a successful Aveda salon for about four years. Everybody knows that influencers are getting paid to create content online now. It's way more common now, and I think a lot of laws and businesses in general have wanted to make it more transparent that things are sponsored and that these are actual partnerships. Now, you can have two attitudes about this. You can think it's dumb and say, oh my gosh, there's such a sellout. Or you can do like me and say, that's really cool. How do I do that? Right? I have talents to share. Who wants to pay me for mine? So a lot of us, although we know it's happening and we know these influencers are getting paid, we don't know how to do it. We haven't figured it out, right? Is that you? Are you like, yes, that's me. I'm trying to figure this game out. Well, that was my mission for this whole conference. That was my one mission. I was going to figure out how to start monetizing and getting paid. Now, one thing that you don't realize at an influencer conference, which is very different from other educational conferences I've attended, is how many distractions there are. When you walk into an influencer conference, all of the details are everywhere. They spare no expense. They have different brands, sponsor different rooms. There were probably 15 different experiences, not to mention keynote speakers and classes you could take, but there were so many distractions where, you know, 
Who are you rooming with? Where are you staying? Because we have a contest to decorate your hotel room door. You know, um, who would like to take a photo op at this place or that place? And they are really grandiose and amazing. They have tons of props and, you know, they go all out with these photo experiences. They have lounges where you can sit and just snacks that you can eat as your, to your heart's content. There are rooms where you can post and try to win swag. So they have all of these contests running the whole time where, you know, you can do this lip sync contest or post and tag this or share a video on this or make a quick thing on that. It was just all consuming. Not to mention the hands-on classes teaching you, you know, how to create a craft or how to build this thing or how to build a flower crown or all of the little things, chair massages. You guys, it was so overwhelming. And not to mention, at the end of the day, they had these after parties that were also sponsored by big brands where they would bring in musicians and fresh food and they would have dessert bars and fresh flowers and music and dancing and entertaining and more photo booths and more photographers. And so it's very, very easy to get distracted in who is there and meeting who is there and taking a picture and doing all of the contests instead of focusing on what you came for initially. So I was sitting in Rachel Hollis's class. She talked a little bit about going viral and then she talked about curating an Instagram feed. Now she had been running her business for a few years at this point and her class, I don't, again, it was um, in 2015. So I don't remember all of the specifics and I don't have the notes anymore, but I do remember that she was talking about the themes that they would do for pretty feed. And it was, you know, to have this rainbow pattern color of the month. So as you scrolled, there would be this one pop of color for the month. So, and it would go in the rainbow pattern, right? We're going red, then we're going purple, blue, green, yellow, orange, red, and so on. And I remember being blown away by this concept because back in 2015, we were all obsessed with the prettiest feed. My feed was horrendous in 2015 for the record. Um, and her feed was gorgeous. And it was like, you know, the pinnacle of perfection is what we were all working for. So it was a good class. And I um, I remembered like, okay, focus on the goal, focus on the goal. So I thanked her for the class as many people did. You know, this was so awesome. You're so great. You're so brave for sharing. Like, thank you, you know, fangirling out. Um, so side note, I totally feel like I knew her before everybody else, right? I'm like, I knew her in the beginning, which I mean, if she had gone viral for posting a bikini picture, then clearly <laughs> I wasn't an original on the bandwagon, but it's, um, yeah, it's my little claim to fame because we all love Rachel Hollis, right? So back to my mission, right? I'm here to figure out how these other influencers are getting paid and I'm here to figure out how to actually do it for me, right? So I had never been to a blogger conference before and there wasn't really anything that I thought I needed. I'm like, oh, business cards. That would be a good thing to have, right? Business cards. So I printed off some business cards which were horrendous, by the way. I still have some just as like a memento to myself. And I'm like, these are so random. It was like my name and information on the back. I actually misspelled Instagram, which is hilarious. My sister-in-law pointed that out two days before the conference where there was no time to change it. I was like, perfect. 
<laughs> anyway, so I had my misprinted business cards and I was ready to go and network and figure out how to get paid. So the way that these conferences work, or at least the way this one worked, was there were keynote speakers in the morning and then they would have, you know, these breakout sessions and you could go to um, one of maybe 10 different classes. And the classes were very hard to choose from because some were fun, hands-on classes, while others were business and very technical things from, you know, sit in and do Q&A with a entertainment lawyer all the way to, you know, build a garland for your mantle, right? And you're like, ah, I want all the things, right? So as I was going and watching and, and observing other people networking, I realized that they had these papers. And sometimes the paper said media kit. Sometimes the paper said sponsor packs. Sometimes the paper said brand deck. And I was like, what is this? Like, I'd never heard of it. And what it was was basically um, a resume for how you were performing on social, how you were performing on your blog, and if you had video views or like any analytics that you could share about your actual numbers. And I was like, oh no, like I'm looking at this like I need that, right? Because then you give it to brands and, and you could, you know, start that process of networking and negotiating a price. And the on the schedule, I noticed that there was a class about creating a brand deck and a media kit. So I went to this class and I was determined to learn everything I could so that when I was networking, I would be able to send something, right? So here I am learning how to do this. And at the same time, I'm rubbing shoulders with brands who are there sponsoring and they're saying, oh, what do you do? You know, would you like to collaborate? We'd love your media kit. Can we have a copy of that? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I have a digital copy. I didn't want to bring printouts and just have a ton floating around. <laughs> so I'll send that to you. What, what's your email? Um, and that actually ended up being way better in the long run because it forced me to get their contact info instead of me giving them mine and hoping that they would reach back out to me. Pretty smart, right? I mean, I didn't realize it at the time, but that's exactly what happened. And I was able to collect some information and networking contacts that I was able to reach out to and leverage later. And it was a really good experience because I recognized that making those connections was how I was going to get the opportunities I was looking for. So as a newer influencer, um, especially when you're creating online content, I know some of some of you have already done parties in real life for friends, and you probably do them for free. You may have even done a party in real life um, for someone who isn't a friend, but just for the experience, right? And after a while, you start to recognize that people keep asking you to share your talents and you probably could start charging, but it's overwhelming to know where to start. And that's exactly how I felt with this new online space. I knew I wanted to charge, but I had no idea where to start. So there was um, so many little pieces all kind of coming together in my mind. And I went home after that conference and I started working on this media kit. And it was, again, horrendous and awful. <laughs> but within a week of the conference, I sent it out and I was just following up, following up, following up. And if you haven't heard this phrase yet, um, write it down. I'll seriously wait for you to go get a pencil and a pad of paper because you're going to want to write this down. 
the fortune of any entrepreneur, I believe, the fortune is in the follow-up. So what that means is you can put an idea out there and you're like, what do you think? And they're like, yeah, 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 it's good. And they're like, we'll get in touch with you. And you're like, okay. So you're like right there waiting by your computer for an email to come in. You're right there waiting by your phone. Like they're going to call any second, right? Sometimes days go by, weeks go by, months go by, and you never hear anything. Well, most of the time, especially in this industry with sponsors and at a conference where there are literally hundreds of attendees, they are swamped. And so you have got to be that squeaky little wheel that's like, hey, remember me? I'm over here. I'm over here. I'd love to work with you. I'd love to be able to put some content together for you. And so you're just happy for any opportunity, right? And so one of the biggest contacts that I got out of that conference was I met the social media manager for the Home Depot. And at this time, we had just built a house and we were working on different projects. And I was able to make this connection with this cute girl from the Home Depot. And we actually connected because our last names were the same. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a Curtis too. It's so nice to meet you. Anyway, so we were connecting and networking. She gave me her card and I promised to send my media kit. And I showed her some of the DIY projects we had been doing around our house. And I can't believe this, but they actually invited me to be part of the Home Depot style design challenge where they send you a box of things they want you to implement and a gift card for about $1,000 to go buy things at the Home Depot to do this challenge. And so my husband and I had plans to build an outdoor fireplace and it was for their Christmas season. And so we decided that we were going to do this outdoor fireplace and I was going to do a tutorial for DIY stockings with materials all made from the Home Depot. So I made these burlap stockings. They were super cute and they had decorations and we were able to feature it and it went so well. I actually had a second opportunity to work with them again. And so they did this summer refresh design challenge and that one turned into them sending me two sets of furniture for my backyard and deck. One was um, a four-piece lounge set with rocking chairs and an ottoman and a sofa. And then the other one was a table with an umbrella and six chairs, as well as one of those egg-shaped grills, not to mention a gift card to buy all the things we needed, like pillows and accessories. And we put together this beautiful setup And it, again, instead of getting paid, you know, to write this blog post, they sent me thousands of dollars in uh, materials, which you do actually have to write off on your taxes. But I was happy to have it because it was stuff that I wanted and needed. And so from this conference, this conference where I met Rachel Hollis, um, I learned that there are little tools and ways to network that can really take you to the next level. And sometimes just having that next little piece and, and, and I don't, I don't like to say fake it till you make it, but having that little insight on like, what do I do next is all that you need. I promise you, all you need is the desire to succeed and the desire to just prove yourself. And if you are honest and hardworking, even if you don't have it all together, it's not that hard to quickly get it pulled together, right? So that you can have that opportunity. And so I listed out how to do this. Um, If you would like to grab my free guide on how to get a sponsor to pay you, head over to housewife2hostess.com slash sponsor, and you can download that free PDF where I break it all down. 
Well, thank you for joining me on this episode. I can't wait to continue to share my journey and stories with you over the next few days here. And I just hope that I'm adding value. I love feedback. If you want to follow me on my business Instagram over at Housewife2Hostess or on my Party Planner Academy Instagram sites, I would love to answer questions if there are topics that you would like to know more about or would like me to do a deep dive on, I'm sure there are other people that it would benefit as well. So feel free to reach out and message me and I'll catch you in the next episode.